0: This is Joe Costello's WFO Radio. Ignition. Covering everything that has wheels, an engine, and a driver.
1: The reason I race is to get the chicks.
2: You know what I mean? (laughs) NASCAR, IndyCar, Formula One, sports cars, and NHRA drag racing.
3: Hey, guys. Just want to let you know WFO rocks. WFO
0: Radio is total motorsports. It's just so cool. Fasten your seatbelts. Fire up the ignition and drop the hammer.
3: Yeah, let's do it.
2: Now, here's your host, Joe Costello. Here we go. WFO is back. Ignition. We are back in the WFO radio studios, back from Gainesville and the NHRA Gator Nationals. We're going to talk a little NASCAR. We're going to have a little fun, and then we're going to get out of here, baby, and get ready for NHRA winners this week on WFO Radio. How's everybody doing out there? I'm Joe Costello, and if you are a first-time listener to this podcast and you're like, wow, I'm going to try this one, well, buckle your seatbelt, because this is going to be a a wild and fast and furious version of The Ignition Show. I'm I'm hoping next week we can get back to, like, normalcy. But with three weeks in a row of NHRA-style drag racing, uh, and you're saying to yourself, three weeks in a row. And the answer is, yeah, the World Door Slammer Nationals and the Amalie Motor Oil NHRA Gator Nationals. And the next weekend, I have signed on to do the Southern Sportsman Showcase out there at South Georgia Motorsports Park, a collection of the best stock and super stock cars in the world, racing for big money, like $50,000. And I will be the announcer. And so if you're going to be in the area, come on out to South Georgia Motorsports Park in Valdosta, you know, the place where they have the lights out and all that stuff. And it should be fun. I found that out on the way up to Gainesville that I would be doing that. And it was just one of those deals. Like, All right, finding flights and it's going to be exciting and it's going to be great. But what does it mean for the ignition show and me watching NASCAR? Well, but then after that, there's going to be a little bit of a break in the action. So we will be able to bring it back to you. Yeah, we're trying to figure out the, like the live stream universe. For instance, Alan Reinhardt normally comes on Tuesday at 1 o'clock. Is he going to come on tomorrow at uh, 1 o'clock? No, he's not. He's, his flight was canceled. He's, he's trapped in a well. Who knows? But we'll get him later on in the week. We're going to try to get J.R. Todd tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern. One way or another, I'm clicking record going live at 1 p.m. Eastern. We'll have somebody. Well, maybe we'll have nobody. But what a race it was. But before we go any further, let's bring on Giovanni in Miami. Giovanni, welcome. Hello. How are you?
1: Well, all right.
2: Hey. All as
1: well down on the southern front.
2: Yeah. How are things down in the MIA?
1: Not bad. Hanging in here with the beautiful weather. It hasn't really been terrible.
2: I like the weather. let I, I, I like that the, the spring forward. And it's light until like 8 o'clock at night. I like that.
1: That part's good, but getting up in the dark is, is uh, terrible.
2: Yeah, getting up in the dark, I can imagine, would be pretty bad. And uh, But I get up in the dark all the time anyway. Oh, please. Yeah. So it's it doesn't change anything for me. You know, the early risers, those of us that are real go-getters, we're up before the sun. And we're doing more before uh, 1 o'clock than most people do all day. It's pretty great. But for... At least here in South Florida, it's you know you can do all this great stuff before it gets dark. You can do. There's a lot of doing that can happen. that's you know, when you do stuff in the yard or you know you could go through the ball with the kid. you could do stuff, which is way better. I particularly like going to the beach and you know spending from five to eight p m. on the beach. That's a very South Florida thing to do. But anyway, Martin Truex Jr. wins the race, his 28th win. We've had five races. We've had five winners. That's pretty cool. Formula One in a couple of different
1: winners. There would be five winners in five races.
2: (laughs) We've had five. Well, there'd be one winner of five races.
1: And it would still be five races and five winners. We've had
2: five winners, five races. Different winners, five different races. A lot of variety at the start of the season. Joey Logano and Brad Kay lead early, but Martin Truex Jr. closes the deal. And that's what's cool. Let's hear from Martin, hear what he had to say about the big win. Well, that run right after that, it still wasn't great. And then um, it was the next pit stop, more adjustments on the car that it felt like, okay, now we've
0: got something. But I really didn't know it was that good until I got up. We got really deep into that long run, and I think I got up to – about fifth, and I could see the the next
2: couple of guys in front of me. And I'm like, dang, we came from, we came from like seventeenth or eighteenth on that restart. So um, that's when I knew it was pretty good. Dang, that's what I saw. I was like, dang. I remember saying, dang, dang. And Martin Truex, dang. Martin Truex Jr. gets the win. Joey Logano second. Danny Hamlin third. Brad K fourth. Chase Elliott fifth. Kevin Harvick sixth. Kyle Larson, seventh, William Lord Byron, eighth, Christopher Bell, ninth, Ryan Blaney, tenth, Eric Almarola, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Alex Bowman, Matty D., 14th, 15th, Kurt Busch, Bubba Wallace, 16th. Bubba Wallace was up there running around in the top five for a little bit when I was watching. Now, don't get me wrong. I was watching on total fast forward, extreme fast forward. And so here's what I do. You know, I don't know how many people watch on the DVR because Geo doesn't have the DVR anymore. He's got uh, he's cut the cord. And so the navigation within the file is a little different than like the DVR one. Used to be, we had like three arrows, right? Like one arrow, two arrow, and the third arrow was like warp speed through the file. And you couldn't even do that. But now the what, I, what I'm using, I have five arrows. And when I uh, when I watch it, I'm on like four arrows. And all I do is watch the top of the names. And I look at the names, and I see Logano's at the top, and I see Brad is and I'm just looking at those names, like watching them bounce around, you know. And then the Truex, Truex, true X, he goes up, and then Logano is down, and and I watch the names, and that's how I watch the race. It's pretty crazy, but I get, a I feel like I get a good vibe of what happened, of what all went down during the race. And Martin Truex Jr. He just had a good long run car, and the final stage, he was able to take the win and. Sees it from everyone else. Austin Dillon, seventeenth. Chris Pusher, eighteenth. Ross Chastain, Eric Jones, Daniel Suarez. Which you know, Pitbull owns Daniel Suarez's car, and I don't know if anybody knows Pitbull. Does everybody know Mr. Worldwide, Giovanni? I'm pretty sure. I don't know our crowd. I don't He's know how much they
1: Pitbull, the I, I know this guy. But they look. I'm not saying they're going to know his music because even you know. I guess I know all those those popular kind of things, but the they, I think everyone's heard the name
2: Pitbull. Well, so Pitbull, we might have an opportunity to have Pitbull on the show. How crazy is that? He would immediately be the biggest celebrity we had on the show.
1: It would definitely be.
2: Yeah. So we're working on that behind the scenes. The South Florida connection. We've got a couple of mutual friends. He's real big into the NASCAR. He heard that we were passionate about NASCAR coming out of South Florida. So that would be kind of cool if uh, Pitbull. Ends up on the show. Daniel Suarez, 21st. Chase Briscoe, Michael McDowell. Ha! Michael McDowell. What's it? It recedes to the mean or whatever. (laughs) The 23rd. Right. The digression of Michael McDowell. Just kidding, Michael. Justin Haley, Kyle Busch, Ryan Priest, Corey LaJoy, Ryan Newman, Tyler Reddick, B.J. McLeod, Cole Custer, Quinn Hauf, the mighty Quinn, James Davidson, Garrett Smithley, Josh Balicki, Cody Ware, Baby Alfredo, and Timmy Hill, thirty eighth on the field, and there it is, the Instacart five hundred from Phoenix Raceway, and they had some fans. They, you know, they had a little crowd, just like we at Gainesville had a little crowd, just uh, you know, the interested folks that wanted to come out and spend the day at the drags. It was a nice, nice thing to see, so many excited people who loved drag racing and wanted to be there our race. I, I call it a great success. It was definitely a thing. It was definitely a historic race. It was definitely something I am cautiously, you know, musing about it. Like, what did I just, what just happened to me?
1: What did I just see?
2: What did I just see?
1: What have I just been a part of?
2: Not that. I know what I was just a part of. I was a part of history. We were making history. What just happened was you're in the state of Florida and drag racing fans kicked open the door and ran outside (laughs) for the first time. They just like, what? We can go. We're going. And they went. And, you know, the governor of the state of Florida is, you know, all over television talking about Florida is open. And I had so many people, Gio, tell me that they love the governor of the state of Florida. And I'm like, I'm a Floridian. Did
1: you tell them that's why we live here? Florida. Yeah. Florida. Well,
2: you know, no, I didn't push back on anybody over anything. There was oh, zero pushback. At all. How was
1: that pushback? I just said that.
2: Well, yeah, you should move, like move your companies. That There's no time for that. But yeah, it's easy to Florida. love Florida when you come vacation here for a week. Yeah, it's easy to love Florida for that. Why don't you come move here? Why don't you come raise your kids here? Why don't you come put your business here? That's what you really should do. You know, get out of wherever you are and come to Florida and fill in some of that gap. You know what we have? What are we? The third most populous state. And we have so much space the four and a half hour drive from Gainesville to where I live today. And I didn't try to do the bonsai run like I normally do normally Sunday night, grab my stuff. I check out of the hotel in the morning and I leave the track and I drive home and I'm home and, and that messes me up for like two days. I'm drinking five hour energies and my head's ready to explode. And I'm in a, you know, a 95 mile per hour draft coming back. And it's just, too much so instead last night I stayed there and I woke up this morning and I made the drive back today much more chill (laughs) It it was like a a chill return my point is we have so much space still Florida up there between like Gainesville and Ocala and Orlando between Gainesville and Orlando there's really nothing it's just a big void so, yeah, man, let's get some manufacturing there. Let's go. But anyway, bottom line, I'm, I'm mostly joking. It was a special event. It was a historic event for the good, for the great, whatever it is, whatever it was. It was the kickoff of the NHRA 2021 season, and we had a very enthusiastic crowd. Super positive. Josh Hart wins his first race it was his first top fuel race and he won it
1: yeah won. how about that Woo.
2: yeah now ron douglas is the story ron douglas he, yeah that guy
1: i mean how do you follow that up
2: well <laughs> i wonder why hat you know that's it's uh it's a bit of a buzzkill for me with the sport because i love nhra drag racing but the nature of the sport where there's so many talented people without jobs because only some people have the funding to do this. And there's more knowledgeable people who are talented than there are jobs to have. And so, you know, I think of Rob Wendlin and Terry McMillan there out, and there there are others. But this Ron Douglas in a normal competitive universe, people will be trying to hire this guy out from under somebody. They'll be trying to hire the guy. They'll be trying to get the guy. He'd be a hot property. He's only going to run 10 races with Josh Hart this year. Like he should be a full-time crew chief. Every time he comes out, he goes to the semifinal or wins the race with Jordan Vandergriff or Sean Reed or all the way back when he was with Courtney force. That's when she was at her best. And how is Ron Douglas not being stolen? from whoever has them at the moment by various people and passed around. It doesn't make sense. And what it does is no, the, the economy, which is, you know, moving forward, but of the past. However, a guy like Ron Douglas was, he was at Vandergrift for a while. That was a gig, but it wasn't a full-time gig. If this guy was out there full-time, dang, that'd be something. That's all. I'm just blown away by the guy's talent and ability. J.R. Todd picks up the win over Robert Height in a pedal fest. Got it hooked up. I'm hoping we can get JR on the show at 1 o'clock. That will be great. Greg Anderson. I'm proud of myself. Greg Anderson wins his 95th race on his 60th birthday. And I have been. How about that? it's well it was it was a big deal happy
1: birthday to you Mr Anderson
2: Greg Anderson over Troy Coughlin good for Troy to make it to the final round Jags with you know all their associated sponsorships including true leave and all these different things amazing but I have been ringing the bell for Greg Anderson for a couple of months now I think everybody has been on you know, listening to the show and I'm always saying Greg Anderson, Greg Anderson, Greg Anderson at the world door slammer race. I got asked for a prediction. I said, Greg Anderson. I think that it's going to be Erica and Greg Anderson Greg Anderson has got a really good chance to win the championship final quarter of last year. They switched to the cars with Derek Kramer and Greg has got a new car to him and comes out of the box and wins his fifth Gator nationals. And Greg's like, we finally got it. And it's like, yeah, that's your fifth one. But GA, and I love Greg Anderson. That's the thing. It's like, you know, underappreciated, not loved as much as he should when you think of his peers, guys like Bob Glidden and Warren Johnson and Greg Anderson. But now he's got 95 wins and he's just two behind Warren Johnson and he could get those this year. You know, maybe he could get, like, who knows what's about to happen. And then Matt Smith. Oh, where are the bobbleheads? I guess they'll have to debut. They'll debut tomorrow or when Matt comes on. But that was pretty wild, too. Matt and Ryan Ayler and Matt just, you know, a 200-mile-per-hour barrage.
1: Four runs.
2: Yeah. That's spectacular. Just
1: 200, 200, 200, 200. So what did you do? On a record or something, huh?
2: You were playing the drinking game. Whenever you saw me on the screen, you did a shot? Yep. Sure did. You texted me a picture, right? You saw me on the screen somewhere?
1: I did. I did text you a picture of you. I wasn't there.
2: even trying. That was the thing is. I wasn't even thinking about such things.
1: Well, obviously not. If the picture I sent you you were turned around backwards yeah, walking where, away. Where, where the heck are like you were playing with your phone?
2: Oh, I see. I'm in the V. And I'm looking at my phone. And I got two microphones in my pockets. It's kind of a weird look. It was a little strange, you no know, running around the starting line trying to get interviews and such. And using the two mics and having to turn tune on two mics and sanitize the mic and hand the mic to the crew chief. And the crew chief doesn't know what to do with it. And they're like pointing it at their stomach and they're pointing it out at the ground. Like, no, you got to talk into this end, man. <laughs> Jimmy Proc, the best mic technique guy, loud, knows how to rock the mic. But Robert hide up in smoke and JR picks, picks up the win. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. And almost a Coletto double up. Like there were a lot of great storylines out there. And Lucas Oil series as well. A lot of great storylines. I got a lot of mic time. But I feel like my voice held up pretty well. Like even right now. I feel like not great. Not all the way back. But. We're doing the show. That's all you need to know. Dave Morris. Dave Morris of Stubo and Dave. Got down to four cars. In Super Gas. Man, that was something. They were rocking their WFO gear. They had the WFO flag. They got down to four cars. He had a better reaction time. I forget what it was. Which reminds me, should I put up the uh, the link for the Patreons? Like, honestly, right now I don't feel like being seen because I feel like in a state of zombification. I'm worn out. I don't know about other people. But after well, after four, you know, five straight days... No, I'm going to put it up. Put it up? I'm put it, it because... up. They, these people, they, they've earned the right to see us uh, at our go. worst. They've earned the right to see us at our, our worst. And I'll put it up today because I can handle it. There will be a time in the future where I can't handle it. But it's up now. It's up. Just 19 minutes in, by the way. Why is that? Because this is not going to be a long one. This is going to be like tight. Tight. I did the Big Daddy Don Garlets Hall of Fame deal. That was a lot of work, man. This was a busy week. That was fun. Hung with Garlets. Got through it. Had some fun out there on Thursday doing some social media bits with Angel and Krista Baldwin, Krista DNQ, but her presence was felt. It was magical that we were back and we were seeing everybody, and drag racing is back. Now, what's the next race? That's the big question, and we just don't know. I mean, I think it's Vegas, but for me, I don't know if I'm going to be at that one. It's just a, a matter of riding it out. But as the vaccine rollout continues to happen, and we'll just see, we'll ride it out. Speaking of riding it out, let's do Fantasy League results as some Patreons maybe jump up there and Hey, before we go any further, let me just shout out to the people who make this show possible. You know, I don't always do that on the ignition show because technically they support the NHRA programming, but also we work them in on the ignition show. And I feel like that might even be more effective because all of you folks are listening to the show and you're thinking to yourself, Oh, these are the guys like total seal piston rings, Matt Hartford. I got to text Matt and find out like what happened they had a quick and fast hot rod q2 q3 first round and then second round it it went up in smoke figuratively just didn't get down the track very well worst run of the weekend i think samtech.edu the school of automotive machinists and technology did i even mention total seal like i mentioned hartford and i mentioned people sponsoring the show but did i say total seal.com the leader in ring seal technology Hidden Horsepower, new episodes coming out real soon. Be working on one of those tomorrow. Marvin Rodak, Rodak's Coffee. Marvin was out there. They're getting ready for the big Funny Car Chaos event at the Texas Motorplex. Everyone was asking me, are you going to Funny Car Chaos? Are you going, Joe? And I'm like, I'm not going. I'm not going. And they're like, why aren't you going? And I'm like, we got a bunch of stuff in South Florida that week. But that's what what's my point. There's a buzz around Funny Car Chaos, 64 Funny Cars. There's a buzz. Like, this is a big event, which is great. And I give all the credit, genuinely, all of it, to Marvin Rodak and the Rodak sponsorship. Now, they put together a great program. They're at the Motorplex. But, yeah. It's going to be packed. It's all going to be packed, folks. It's all going to be packed. Just be ready. It's going to be packed. Frank Holly's Drag Racing School. They got a dragster adventure. The, uh, the, what, this Friday? The 19th out there at Gainesville Raceway. Why don't you go be a part of that? And Nitro Fish Racing has our gear. I'll be seeing Bo and Randy Lynn and those guys this weekend. And thank you, Patreons. The people who support the show directly. A lot of people out there. were Patreons, and we appreciate you guys. And uh, no Monday motivation this week. I don't think you got it last week either. You've been very unmotivated, and that's my fault because, you know, waking up Monday morning after one of these deals, I'm not in game shape either. That's a true thing about I'm not in game shape. <laughs> oh, it's goodness. Like the first gracious, week of the season. I'm not in game shape. You know, like game shape is a thing. You know, the uh, guy course. who signs late, he doesn't go through training camp and he gets knocked around early. I'm not getting. So you're,
1: that. you're talking your way into into mid season form.
2: That's correct. Yeah, exactly. Where I can go from one race to the next, and I got a routine. I'm not getting. I mean, I've I got to say, I had a great. I felt like I had a great race. A lot of mic time, yo. A lot of mic time. But for whatever reason, the next day, whew, like Monday when the pressure's off, like when it's over, and the fog of. Battle is over. It's tiring. And it might have been those martinis. That could have been it too. But it's going to be great. We're going to talk drag racing on, uh, let's see, what? Tuesday and Wednesday. So obviously we're not going to get all the winners in. But speaking of winners, let's look at this fantasy league. Because I didn't set my team. Like, that's one aspect that I failed on. So I really kind of feel like I had a, Bad, bad week. Olsen's Trailblazers, the weekly winner, 337. Race Day San Antonio Dixie was second, 336. Kev 92 Ford, third. Sacramento Racing fan, fourth. Willie B racing, fifth. Car 24 fan, sixth. Lake Aconi Scott, seventh. D Rail eighth. Uper 1, also tied with eighth. Little Low and Hockey Dad are the top 10. The most points was Olsen's Trailbladers with 337. The biggest gainer was Lake Oconee Scott of 20 positions. Wow. The biggest loser, Vlad, Vlad the Inhaler, 195. <laughs> yeah, but like 195, that's not been, that's that's been a pretty good score, score over the past couple of weeks. Not good, but not the worst. You
1: no, know, 195 is always terrible, but you're right. There's been lower, low hundreds.
2: Oh, we got a new leader at the top. It's Derek. Derail 100. 1,499 points. Knocks the chicken pit special off the top. And race day San Antonio Dixie, who is up nine, is now tied for second. And she's whooping the field and whooping her husband. In that uh, blood, blood sport where they stare back and forth across the dinner room, the dining room table. And right now, he's not staring at anything. He's staring at the ground. Like She just like looks right into his eyeballs and he just looks down. I can't make eye contact because he knows he's being humiliated in the front of the public. So keep it up, Dixie. Dirt girl number two. Somebody sent me the whole methodology to the Dirt family. They say okay. we can keep calling them Dirt, but that's not what it is. What is it? Well, I don't know. The problem with the communicating with me is that there's too many ways to communicate with me and I check them and they all come on my phone but where was that was that Instagram was that email was it Facebook message was it a text what like where was it I don't I don't know I have no idea I think it might be Facebook Messenger so we'll check that out real quick but it, it, it's the initials of their last name
1: oh well that'll do it
2: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, after all of that. <laughs> what a couple of... Oh, boy. We called them the dirt. The, 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 the dirt, dirt family, family. yeah. We Dude, made that's... up a whole reality. We didn't even, like, our reality was totally different than the actual reality.
1: Yeah, isn't that, you know, how it works sometimes?
2: <laughs> yes, it is. It's exactly how it works.
1: We made up a whole alternate reality for them.
2: Made a up a whole bunch of nonsense and a backstory and everything. Right?
1: They must be. Man, they must love that dirt racing. They're watching <laughs> that Kyle Larson every day. Dirt girl, one, two, three, etc.
2: No, none of that. No, none of, none Isn't of that. None of this is Isn't this great? Yeah, I kept saying that on Saturday night because we were going so late. We we're going so late, and it's just like, just think of Damone. Wherever you are, act like it's the place to be and just keep on going and that's what we did we kept on going and we did good we did well and yeah okay sorry uh dirt family i cannot find the communication i gotta narrow it down it's gotta be like one gotta narrow it down
1: you should forward it all to to like one particular place to yourself
2: exactly The facebook says no yeah yeah they don't let you forward messages from one system to another
1: do a, one of those screenshots
2: yes Oh boy. Here's a long one. Speaking of long messages that I got, I'm not oh. going to, hello, Joe, fine job, uh, sir, with everything, uh, you bring from the drag racing and the auto racing world have been in auto she racing since early age and grateful that my dad took me to Milan dragway. All right. So I'm going to get, uh, onto that a little bit later, not on the air. That'll be for personal enjoyment, but I love hearing from all the fans. Like, that's great. I got all this communication coming at me. It's just that it buries itself. Back to the fantasy because that's what everybody cares about. D rail 100, chicken pit special, second race day, San Antonio Dixie, second and third. Dirt girl number two, fourth car 24 fan, fifth. Little O tied with car 24 fan for fifth and sixth. Dirt girl, uh, original Dirt Girl tied for seventh and eighth with Team English, who is dropping like a rock. Awesome Chase, ninth. Kev Ford, tenth, along with Aviator Racing. Rich and Saugus is 12th. Olsen's Trailblazers. You know what we need to do? What's when I'm that? back, when I'm back, when we're not like traveling, when I'm back, we need to have like at least one celebrity WFO person on the show. Like we haven't heard from Richard Saugus in a while. We haven't heard from Gary Corbett in a while. We haven't done, you know, like we need to get these people on here. So that's you're in charge of that. The hippie. Where's the hippie? Exactly. Like all well, of you our know he hates questions. me, so it's hard for me to reach yeah, out but to that's, him. No, you gotta reach out to him. What do you mean? Of course. But we got we got to we got to get some more voices on here. Like we got all these amazing celebrity people, like Rich York, for instance. Olson's Only
1: Three-time champion. Four. Oh no, was nonsense! I'm taking one of his championships away for uh, quitting his hippy tippy mid-season one year, and we haven't heard from him since.
2: Remember that? Minus one he's championship. For, he's forsaken. You can't do that. He's forsaken us. I'm gonna scratch his name off the trophy. You're gonna see you're me. not, not gonna be here to see the trophy anytime soon, anyway. Fleetree well, number one, Millerman 16th, Northwest Nitro Fanatic, 17th, Rusty Racing, 18th, Tron Daddy, 19th. Playing he's got a gun. 20th. 21st day racing, 21. 22nd, Lake Oconey Scott.
1: Damn, he 23rd. made a fast move to the front.
2: Up 20. 23rd, Jersey Shore. I mean Jersey Racing. 24th, blown money tied with dirt 20. Sacramento Racing Fan is 26. Hockey Dad up 14, 27, Team 12. Race Guitar, Thug Life, Motorsports. And then there is the sad and pathetic entry of Race Day San Antonio Mike. First of all, Mike is only 157 points out of the lead. So he's less than that behind Dixie. So it's not over, Dixie. This could swap the lead back and forth many times. Mr. Fantasy NASCAR is 32nd. Southern Racer X. And WFO Joe are back to my, hey, look at that. I'm up five more positions. That's right. Up five, baby. Moving on up, moving on up to the east side to a deluxe apartment in the sky. Southern Racer X, man. I don't know what to say. From what I heard, that the car launched really well and he felt like he was going under and he, touched the break down there and his opponent got by him and took the stripe, which is called giving up the wind light. And if that's what happened and that's what I think happened based on the text messages that I got from Stubo. Well, those are tough to take. So Dave, take it, bud. You did great. You did great. Just, you know, these races are hard. They're hard races to win. But he would have been in the final, Geo. You know how the good that would have been for Southern Racer X to carry the WFO radio sticker into the final round? Justin Ashley put uh WFO stickers on his top fuel car this weekend. Did you see them? I did. You did? I did. On Justin Ashley's car? On Twitter. Okay.
1: I saw the circle sticker up on the on the wing.
2: Do you know they were on for one run? Okay. Do you know what happened? He lost? They blew off.
1: <laughs> the car was wow. so fast,
2: it the stickers blew off. Like Mike Ash. Okay, so Justin comes over to me and he's like, Hey, do you have any WFO stickers? I was like, Yeah, I do. I'll bring some to you. So I brought some WFO stickers to Justin, which Justin Ashley is like one of the nicest kids out there, guys. Like, if I was looking for someone to be a fan of, i Justin Ashley, I would. There's no reason to not be a fan of Justin Ashley. And so I saw his dad and I was like, hey, here's the stickers Justin wanted. And his dad goes right over there to put him on the car right at that moment. And was like, Mike, Mike, come back. Mike, I'm Italian. You can't put stickers on the car in the middle of an event. That's going to mess up the whole thing. And he's like, no, no, no. Use the stickers to bring us good luck. And I was like, I don't know anyway so he puts the stickers on and i got those pictures of it thank uh, my great friend carl franklin took the pictures and forwarded them to me and i put them out on twitter which was great and they laughed. so the next round the stickers are gone and he goes um do you have any more stickers i was like yeah i have more stickers what happened he's like they blew off i didn't put them on funny. Funny. it is well it is 300 mile per hour car we're we're trying to advance sticker technology.
1: Any time I ever been three hundred miles an hour, I There's was on a plane. plane.
2: In a plane, but you're never in three hundred mile per hour on the ground. How fast are they going when they take off? Once you look that, yeah, what
1: about a buck eighty, maybe closer
2: to two? I, agree. I, I, a buck fifty, at least. But I'm, I think a buck eighty is exactly the number. I bet you can find that. Look it up. But I think you nailed it. Jambalaya Jay is thirty fifth, which I'm eventually going to get that Breville toaster oven. Jay, don't <laughs> worry. I'm still on it. It's still the dream. Send Things more happen. mix. They happen in delay, right? Oh, That's gonna be oh, my July birthday gift. Did somebody say that? What? Send more mix. No. I hear a voice. <laughs> oh, you, you want more of the mix? You're gonna get this guy locked up in Pennsylvania, man. You know he's not allowed to send Jamalaya through the mail. You're gonna it's have been up in the clink because of it's you. raw.
1: It's just a piece of raw rice.
2: <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Were you sending contraband through the mail? You know Jambalaya is not supposed to go through the mail Which I don't understand any of that anyway Like why can't you send Jambalaya through the mail I don't know Bug Barn 36 Bug Barn is 36 And look who's down there There he is Bug Barn What's up Bobby Yeah bringing you on team. Yeah What's going on with your team
0: I got lucky This weekend that they didn't Try to
2: crash each other out there it is.
0: Oh, so yes, you normally wave mine.
2: You had a good weekend. Yeah. You're up seven positions. It was an average
0: eight. good weekend.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I, I didn't watch the whole race, but my team was obviously fantastic. <laughs> up five. Bug Barton, 36 Royal Flush Racing, Highline Real Fine, uh, Utah Drifter Racing, Bad Brad, Smothered and Covered, NASCAR Brat, EZ009, Turn Left, Hebrew 12-1, El Jefe, Birita, Fat Tire, Motor uh, Motorhead. What is it? Motorhead, 55, Vlad the Inhaler. Chases the race, Ray Indy. The cervix Splitter is 52nd. Spider Monkey up five. Corbett's still playing, yo. Corbett is still playing. LS Bowman, Dragster Jeff, Zamboni John. I met Zamboni John. I know Zamboni John. Will be racing Geo. Wow, Geo, 58th. What's up with you, brother? What's happening? You're up five though. I
1: haven't given up. I don't know. It's just bad luck. I had all my guys in the top 20, but no one really at the top.
2: Yeah exactly now he's getting a thumbs down you know who else is out there I'll bring him on too I'll bring him on too and I'm muting you guys low what's low doing low is in the family yeah, track what are you doing low my
3: track practice waiting for my daughter
2: and so you're checking out WFO ignition because you're a patreon behind the scenes in this live studio audience and we're entertaining you that's perfect this is exactly
1: what what a daddy's a in the car yeah. you know you know, you're supposed to be out there watching the kid run around and stuff, man. Yeah,
2: getting into some sort of altercation with the other parents out of a perceived injustice. Get out there man. and yell at somebody, man.
1: No, it's practice. It's just practice.
2: Oh, okay. Talking about you practice? not the others yeah, in practice. practice. Not a game. Not a game. Talk practice. about practice. Allen Iverson had a Hall of Fame historic career, and that's what he is most known for. That quote. And that's
1: why I like the Sixers. Practice. I don't know about that. I mean, come on.
3: That's my team. In no, no. I, I
1: always I am a big Charles Barkley fan, so I rooted for the Sixers in his era too and Dr. J. But to say that that's the only thing Ironson is known for, that's I think That's not it's,
2: true. It's, it's that is the thing mind. he is most known for. I didn't say he only. So no, man. Me. That guy took four he
1: took the four of us to a finals.
2: Yeah, no, Iverson was great. All right, but when you ask the average person, like, what do you know about Allen Iverson? Yeah, I guess practice, not a game, not a game, not a game. game. Practice, talking about practice. But hey, it is what it is. Allen Iverson. Back to the fantasy league results because we're not done yet. We got Bobby. Bobby Graham and uh, and Low are having their own conversation now during the show. Uh, Gareth Senkow driving hard. Blur Bull Hog fan. Team Gray down four. Geo oh, okay, there goes. hippies. What's going on? Double O dead on. Clausen and racing. And hockey kid. Well, is hockey kid even playing? Hockey kid, are you even playing? Bulls wool wrecking your day. Stubo down seven positions. That's it. It's over. TKO Stubo. Ah. Texas Bugnut, Patrick the Webmaster, Elephant Racers. You still haven't even gotten to Lowe. I know. <laughs> Greg New Newhall, 78th. Lowe's, Gene Cones, Lowe, you're up four. I'm, I'm sorry, the internet
3: is acting up. Yeah, um, I'm, sure I'm losing you.
1: Yeah, sure, Cartman. Explain <laughs> your performance.
3: I can't yeah. buy a good team this year, man. I'm really trying. I, You know, my strategy, if you want to look at my team, I'm going with the same lineup. With the exception of my C driver. Ah. For for Atlanta.
2: Okay. I like it. Maybe. Whatever. Who am I to give advice? But I'm having my best start in a long time. 30 something. And like I won't <laughs> have to, if I can gain those 20 positions at the <laughs> end of the year, I could maybe make the top 10, right? Like that, which for me, that's all I all I hope for is a top 10. So did you go to the race, Low?
3: No, I didn't get a chance to go. Um we, I, well, it was snowing Saturday. I don't know if you saw that picture. Um, when you were at the races, you you I gave didn't. a little, uh, panoramic video view of where you were from the top yeah. end, and I said, "Meanwhile, here in Tucson, there was actually snow." Wow. So wow. Yeah. yeah. No but, to- uh, we'll be going to November race with uh Eastbound and Down, aka Rudy, the UPS guy.
2: Nice. So, Rudy yeah. VPS, guy, love Rudy, one of our longest, uh, oldest listeners who has recruited Lowe over the years. And now Lowe uh, Lo is uh, one of our longest and oldest and best listeners. Um, yeah, you guys get two races. That's kind of um, interesting. And more
3: importantly, that championship race. I can't wait till we actually get the full experience of that championship feel because last year with the pandemic, it wasn't the same. Um, and then this year, they're going to have a limited number of fans again. Hopefully, by then, they'll open it up. Uh, how can I say it? The infield portion is what I wanted to go to, where you have access kind of like to the garage area. Not necessarily a hot pass, but pretty damn close. Um, but the whole infield experience, I'd, I'd want to at least skip from the seats halfway through the race to go get a good spot down below inside the track to watch the, the celebration up close.
2: Well, exactly. And that was Gio and I's favorite part of the whole deal over the years was the, uh, the celebration. Celebration. And that's what makes it uh, special. And, you know, the burnout videos and the year that Gio slapped five with Tony Stewart while he was still in the car on the front stretch. Like, that was crazy. Um, and that's what makes it special. Hopefully, we get to that this year. Like, look at how much things have opened up already. Yep. And I think it's a little premature, but whatever. It, it is what it is. Like, the, the horse wants to run. And you're not going to stop the horse from running. I just hope that everybody, you know, wears their uh, face coverings. And and that's why I didn't go to Homestead because of the um, the the covid protocols. Like we could have gone down there. It's like, oh, man, why are we going to add to the problem? Let's you know, better to not be there and. Get out of the event without an issue. And so that's what we did. That's what we did. All right. And there are your fantasy league results. Great job, everybody in the fantasy league. Um, yeah. Except for low, except <laughs> for low. It was pretty terrible. Pick Rick. Did what's I, up Pick Rick way down there. Did I get everybody? I, had 307.
3: Of- I can't believe I only gained four spots.
2: Pickle Rick, Consulieri, barbecue, Bob going in circles, B Watson, who's your race fan and to Benedetto to Benedetto racing fan. And there it is. Our fantasy league is complete. All right. Any other thoughts out there, Giovanni, guys? I just want you to know that this is going to be an abbreviated show because of the uh, the Bonsai run made back from Gainesville. We're touching on the, the hot stuff. We got Formula One at the tail end of the week. I saw some cars debuting, some cars on track, all of that stuff. Giovanni, any thoughts on that? you want to kick it over to Sports Collision? No,
1: just a quick, I saw a lot of action from Formula One on Twitter, all, all the teams reporting. And showing all their guys, and it was you know exciting to see the Formula One cars back. It won't be this weekend that they race, but the following weekend. So the the 28th, I believe, is the the day of the race in Bahrain. But um, I'm a little excited to go see some of the action.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, the, like watch Haas F1 just uh, toil out there, so we can be excited about next year's performance. It's great. Yeah,
1: remember they got us all merch? excited for failure.
2: Are we getting new merch? I don't think we are getting new merch. Um, you know, we're not asking for merch. The merch comes every once in a while on its own, and uh we'll see. I I kind of you know, like I'm thrilled with the merch that I got. Like I'm <laughs> seeing it right now. Like, look at this fantastic hat. This is amazing. Haas F1. I like the new scheme. I'm hoping it's not really the Russian flag. Look at Bobby with his Texas Motorplex hat. Are you gonna go to nice. funny car chaos? Bobby Graham, are you going to go over there? Are you going to make the long drive for Funny Car Chaos?
0: Not for Chaos, but I've got my hotel and my tickets already for
2: the Dallas race. The nice right. For the Nats. I like it. I like it. No, that's going to be good. I'm hoping to be there. Are you one. working
3: on the autograph?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Always. <laughs> working on it, Bobby. I think yeah. I signed one last year. <laughs> You we can only go up from there. One more than me, man. I, I'm not <laughs> signing autographs. Like Bobby Graham is signing autographs out there. How great is that? This guy's signing autographs out there. All right. Let's um, move on over to the sports collision. Giovanni, take it away.
1: Sports collision. In the main news, uh, Drew Brees, New Orleans retired. Saints great, has retired from football after 20 seasons. Yesterday, announced his retirement but he's ready to work right away as he got a gig with NBC Sports.
2: Yeah, that'll make you the want to retire.
1: Of the broadcasting continues.
2: That'll make you want to retire like you think of uh Clint Boyer and all that's like, "Oh, I can work on TV." Yeah, and you'll be paid too. Okay, I'm retired. And if you do Breeze, <laughs> like obviously that was part of the math, like yeah, we got a gig for you. And it's like, "Well, I'll take the gig." Cuz you got to work.
1: Yeah, and then um, the NFL f- season, the calendar season is about to start, and they're in that period that they call the 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 legal tampering period, where the season hasn't started, but you can sp- talk to free agents and make deals and make trades and all that's going on. So there's been a lot of uh, movement around the league uh, announced today, and big you know some of the big name guys uh, moving around. Uh, so far, time. your Miami Dolphins have not really signed anyone.
2: What's that, Low? Are-
3: Carlos Hyde with my Jags.
2: There you Lo go. You Lo see? Like low, like, he likes the Sixers. He <laughs> likes the Jags. Like well, I mean, he's all over the place. Nobody says my Jags ever. Like that's not something that gets said. Low, my Jags. doesn't say, even say, say my Jags. My <laughs> <laughs> How does that happen, Low? That you become a well, Jaguars fan?
3: Uh, well, you, you know, we all grow up with the fans or the fandom of our parents so Mm -hmm. when you get to a certain age you start realizing for whatever reason maybe colors maybe a good run for the postseason like the jaguars did what 97 all the way to afc championship against denver i left the cowboy cowboys bandwagon jumped aboard and then on the jaguars bandwagon since
2: do the Jaguars have a bandwagon? That's the question. Well, it's, oh, not, it's just I, it's, it's
3: small. <laughs> <laughs> it's a small one. Good job, Bobby. Yeah. Like
2: the Cowboys, America's team. Like, I'm making a move.
1: I'm switching. Is it a, 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 a bandwagon team. or is it one of those little radio flyer wagons? radio flyer wagon. That's what yeah.
2: I meant. <laughs> oh, my gosh. If we had an artist, he could draw a picture of you know, radio flyer wagon or the Jaguar logo on the side. That's pretty crazy. Now the Sixers thing, I get you on that because I was a big fan of Sixers too with Dr. J and Charles Barkley. But what's funny is then I switched up when Barkley left and I was, a, I rooted for the Phoenix suns for the whole time. Barkley was there. I like Phoenix. That was my connection to Arizona. I like Barkley. I like Phoenix. I like Kevin Johnson. I like all those guys. And then uh, once Barkley retired, I became fully enamored with L Miami heat, which I still am. But, you know, I wrote it out with Barkley, hoping he would get it. Even, even uh, switched up to the Rockets when Bar- Barkley went over there trying to get a title eight in the going. And then when Barkley retired, that was it. And I was a Heat fan alone. And uh, so I appreciate, you know, weird, uh, non-locally based fan fandom. But it just seems weird. The Sixers and the Jaguars and the Red Sox. Do you like any of your Arizona teams? Just
3: college. Arizona Wildcats, football, basketball. Baseball, okay. Softball.
2: He's likes the uh, the Wildcats. You and Reinhardt love the Wildcats. Yeah. That's where yeah, it's be- a,
3: Tucson is Tucson is uh, uh, it has a small feel like a college town, but obviously population is up near a million or so. I don't even know to be honest, but uh it it has a small town feel. Interesting. So everybody roots for the Wildcats, the college team.
2: I got gotcha. you. Well, Gainesville is a college town also And it felt pretty small also But when the college kids are out, that's a different story University of Florida There's a a lot of them It's a big, big school All right, Giovanni, what else?
1: Well, I just want to point out that Low is only off by about (laughs) 450,000 The population is about 545,000 According to the 2018 census Okay uh, FYI, no.
3: Those are you're not counting. Never mind.
1: Yeah, no, I know all your uh, all your all your uh, family from Mexico that comes and goes all the time.
3: <laughs> exactly, all everybody coming in it makes it that much more populated. It's crazy.
1: Anyway, in the sports uh, collision, <laughs> as I said, you know a lot of uh, free agency stuff going on and around the NFL. And this week is uh, March Madness basketball tournament will be starting. So get your brackets going. Go whatever place you want to go and. When you pool at work, if you still go to work or what have you, this is that time where people fill out their brackets and the girl at work that has no business, knows nothing about sports, ends up winning.
2: Right, <laughs> the perfect practice. <laughs> right. Maybe I'll fill out a bracket and don't. There's a extreme COVID situation, right? And there's like four teams that are winging the wings. Like if somebody gets, there's, there's a whole bunch of serious COVID testing going on. Like you have to test positive for seven straight days before you can play. I, I'm sure you're, you're up negative. on. <laughs> they test negative. If you test positive, you can't play. If you test positive, that's bad. Negative is good. But it, it'll be fun to watch. I'm excited to see some games.
1: Yeah. And that's about all going on. You know, the regular other stuff, regular season basketball and hockey, and
2: what about major league baseball, man? When's opening day?
1: End of the month, also, man. April 1st. Still, you know, we're just getting warmed up in baseball.
2: Getting a uh, game ready,
1: yeah. What those guys, Yanks, I see them on a lot. Getting what ready, do you guys I, think I, of? I'm sorry, go ahead. That I, I'm expecting big things from the Yanks. I don't see too many teams in the American League that can really, you know, that should beat them. Your Red Sox suck now. Tampa Heck. Bay took a step back,
2: yeah, and you know, is Toronto
1: really, really ready to to make a run at the division? now and so what are the White Sox with all that young talent ready to win so I, I you know I think that there isn't really another team that that's that's as strong as they are in the American League and now you know of course the Dodgers are got even better after winning the World Series and and San Diego with all that young talent and some you know they brought in Blake Snell and some pitching and some other veterans are are they ready to make a run too but I could see a Dodgers Yankees World Series right now. I mean, it's still early. We have We're just in the middle of of, of the of the preseason. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, speaking of preseason, uh, that little rumor, not rumor, projection of Gary Sanchez possible MVP. What
1: are your thoughts? No, that's just no, yeah, no, that's no Judge talking him up. Yeah. I will be lucky if he's if if he doesn't get DFA'd at the rate he's been <laughs> he's playing.
2: Right. He's trying to get. uh He's trying think to. He's trying
1: it. to get him, Yeah, he's trying to hype up his friend and make a him dead feel. Eye
2: mind trick on Gary because Gary Gary would have to hit five hundred to make up for the defense <laughs> to MVP. Yeah, I
1: gotta tell you, if he could just you know maintain decent de- defense and uh, and actually hit the ball and not you know not bat like what I weigh, that would be a, you know that would be a.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, very-
1: well, I'm I'm not kidding. I I can see the Yanks. I I don't know. I don't. I, you know, I had faith in Cashman on this one, but now you got to start questioning whether this guy's really got it. That's a couple of seasons that he's been trending downward. So
2: yes, and Aaron Boone, another another big question mark.
1: Is his heart going to hold up? Right,
2: all of it, all of it. But we'll see. Whatever. That's exciting. It's coming. Formula One is coming. NASCAR is rolling. We got a good uh, NASCAR thing going. What's the next race? Is it the?
1: atlanta hotlanta and then it's uh bristol
2: dude we're counting down to bristol man (laughs) it's like good i'm glad that i'm not going to miss bristol with the race this weekend atlanta i it's not that i mind or don't mind it is what it is but the dirt race at bristol is one that i think everybody is going to watch no matter where they are like you're gonna find a way to watch that race because you don't know what's going to happen and i think that tells you exactly what you need to know about why they did it like it's a must watch. Like, when is it? Don't plan anything for that weekend. I'm going to be in front of the television watching that race to see what happens. Because I'm expecting a, a mess. Do
3: you guys think that they're going to bring in somebody from the outside? Like uh, the road course races? So you have that C driver? Do you think no. there's going to be anybody called up?
1: Oh, like a ringer? Uh, a dirt yeah. track ringer? No. No, yeah. Kyle Larson's already driving. so Oh, no doubt.
3: Yeah, I already got. I honestly, uh, for the next two weeks, I got my team set. So, like, that's yeah, how totally. much how desperate I am in fantasy league right now.
2: Yeah, well, I don't. I, the ringer thing it worked on the road courses for a little while, and there were some decent finishes. But the reason they would end up not winning the race are the same reasons you wouldn't do it with uh, stock cars. You know, first of all, like, who would you bring? Some sprint car racer? Well, the weight of the car alone is going to make it so different. Like, I think that a you know, asphalt stock car guy would be better than a sprint car guy in those cars. Regardless, the cars are just too different power to weight, et cetera. And that's what I'm interested in seeing. Like, Oh my God, man, these things weigh over 3000 pounds out there sliding around on the banking and the dirt. Like what if they just kind of slide down? I mean, obviously that's not going to happen, but it's, it's got me curious and that's good. I'm excited about it. Let's see what else. Other news, Martinsville expecting 30% capacity for the April race and Pocono increased to 50% capacity. Some new sponsors for Chris Bell, Sirius XM, who's also on board with uh, Antron Brown. Bubba Wallace is going to test the next-gen car at Richmond. That's good. Austin Cindric going to run the race in Atlanta. That's good. Martin Trucks Jr. run the Truck Series Dirt Race at Bristol. Oh, remember that. So Martin Truex Jr. is going to have a little more experience than everybody else. Maybe I that still will help. Won't start him. Yeah, he still won't start him. But hey, Truex getting the big win out there. That's good for Truex. Yeah, very good. He was not on my my team. All right, what else happened? Marvelous Marvin Hagler died.
3: Oh. Did you guys yeah. see that retweet of that infamous first round? No. I sure did, man. No, that guy was, was something else.
2: <sighs> he was.
3: I, I, I would love to see that type of energy with any of these cats nowadays. Whatever weight class, just gosh man. Like I'm I'm a big I'm more of a boxing guy than MMA. Me too. So I, I love watching the stuff on ESPN, on HBO. But uh yeah just to see that energy even for the first round I didn't even watch the the full fight but wow I, I wish I would have been
2: which which was it that you retweeted the Hearns, oh. the, that first round against oh, her yeah no that was insane that was an insane fight well those two fights were like it was insane
1: yeah well I, I guess that's why boxing was so popular i saw the the ali documentary recently and they showed a bunch of his fights throughout the 70s you know before i was actually watching and he he was a he was a monster him and and frazier and him and george foreman and the way that all those guys would go at it it's you know it's clearly why boxing was so popular when you watched uh, you know guys like tommy Hearns and uh hagler and uh, sugar ray in the 80s
2: well the hagler i got lost at some point right? after Iceland, i guess so time. i got it right now i'm watching it and it's it's incredible like this is the action movie like Stuff it's it's yes. more than movie like than Rocky like they're throwing <laughs> more punches per round you know like copy box numbers <laughs> four hundred and ten punches thrown for Hagler three hundred landed Tommy Hearns two hundred ninety eight punches thrown two hundred seventy six land like they are yeah. just throwing and throwing and throwing and throwing and throwing
1: fight no. doctor who
2: did you have that round yeah ten eight <laughs> <laughs>
1: Marvin Hagler
2: so um. And I remember Hagler Leonard was a big fight when I was coming up. And my friend would always, you know, I was a Sugar Ray guy because come on, Sugar Ray Leonard. He's like as golden boy as it gets, even to this day. Sugar Ray Leonard, come on. He was on different strokes. Come on. And it was after the big retirement. And I felt like Ray Leonard, I still feel like Ray Leonard won the fight, but people uh, say I'm wrong. But Marvelous Marvin though, you cannot deny he was good. But in this fight, even, I was rooting for Tommy Hearns because Tommy Hearns is a drag racer. A lot of people don't realize that. Tommy Hearns, a Motor City Cobra man, which is the nickname that I like better. But yeah, we're getting to the point. He was, Hagler was what, 60? Yep. It's kind of young. I
1: think is what,
2: Greg Anderson's right. out there winning pro stock races. Marvin Hagler is no longer on the earth. Different kind of gig.
3: I thought Gio was supposed to be the more, the morbid one here, like uh, with all those sad comments.
2: Well, he is. Uh, Listen, <laughs> low talking about death is not sad on its surface. It's a statement of fact. Nobody's getting out of here alive. You just <laughs> got to embrace it. You got to embrace it. The guy's We're all sexy.
1: dying every day.
2: We're all slowly dying every minute of every day. S- <laughs> the slow shuffle to the grave. You got to have some fun along the way. Yeah, As you're no Why are the Dolphins uh,
1: Yeah, enjoy I mean, it, man You just don't know when you're going to go <laughs>
2: It could be any second I just saw a story about a couple Was in an SUV and a plane Flew out of the sky and crashed into them
1: oh, That happened right by your house, right there At the North Perry Airport At 3 o'clock today, I saw that on the news
2: They landed on a car Like
1: well,
2: yeah, and people in the car survived
1: yeah, the people in the car survived the two on the plane, uh, won't be seeing them no more.
2: They are oh. no longer with us,
1: like a, like a small <laughs> plane, obviously. You know, not the really
2: people good. were killed when the small plane they were in crashed in Pembroke Pines neighborhood Monday afternoon, hitting a car uh, as it went down and leaving an adult and a child inside, uh, injured. The oh. crash happened in the area of uh, Southwest 72nd. Yeah, no, it's right there. Two people dead. After a small plane crashes in a residential area of Pembroke Pines, so when it's your time, grab- I, I'm, park- <laughs> I'm parked
3: under. <laughs> I'm parked under a uh, solar panel. So, uh, and then I just saw a video of uh, ESPN Colombian announcer. You know the broadcast desk oh, is I like seen that. It falls circle. on him. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, oh crap! I thought he was done, but yeah, he somehow survived.
2: What happened to him? Like Part the back of the set wall, fell on him.
3: The T V set fell yeah, like
2: when it's your yeah, time. Yeah, I got, got him good time. too. <laughs> guy we used to work with who is the voice of the University of Miami Hurricanes, Joe Zagaki, was in a small plane and they crashed into a house and the guy was in the house minding his own business in his bed, you know, under the covers, all cozy and safe. And a plane comes through his roof and gets him.
1: Wasn't that after Hurricane Andrew? Something like that.
2: Hey, hi. what's up? How, uh, how are you doing? They're saying Tell what's up. That, we got a track champ what's over up, there. What's
3: up, guys?
2: Look I it, just hi. came
3: back from practice and
1: get the games. Oh, my goodness. A scrub, man. She a man. She brought the guns. Yeah. Now I'm not going this. Now you, you really did.
2: I can't do it again. <laughs> so we saw. We, so yeah. stopped. we
3: stopped. Uh, I got a.
2: You, know? you, hold, you holding up okay, bud?
3: Yeah. Huh? No, no, I... <laughs> Yeah, trying. Yeah.
2: Good job, trying. Good job. Thank you. Doing your best.
1: Thank yeah. God for little
2: boys. Yes. <laughs> <your best> life. <laughs> wow, poor low. Sorry, Lo. Yeah.
1: It's all good, man. All uh, right, you
3: guys take it easy. All right, Bobby, there you, take care. You buddy. Thanks kind for of spending time safe. with healthy with everyone.
2: everyone. WFO, WFO, oh, low. Lo. Bye, Taylor. All right. Wow, low. He's gonna have a tough task. The kids all grown up. All grown up. How about the guy who was up in Orlando to continue the morbid uh, minding your own business? No, but there's one, the guy who f- was in his bed. And this is where, you know, even with me, with the pandemic and being safe and all of that, like, you know, there's some there's a mathematical equation out there that determines whether or whether or not you're going to buy it. He's in his bed. He's as cozy and safe as you could be. And a sinkhole opens up under him <laughs> and pulls him down in there. And they never found him like they never even found him like they yeah. you know, going going down into the hole. Like there was only so much that the you end up in China. <laughs> a wormhole. Maybe he's leading. He's the he's the president of a secret society of under Earth dwellers that we don't know. But he's gone. They never found him. Like, how do they not bother to go down there and find the guy? Yeah, you know. We're just going to fill it in. OK, but if that can happen to you. You're not safe anywhere at any it's time, It's
1: your time, it's your time, man, it's it's your just time, it's your time. you can't mess with the Reaper,
2: you can't. Now, I am going to wear my mask and I'm going to do the right thing and I'm going to, you know, abide by the rules as best as like, I'm going to wear my seatbelt. I'm not going to be like no seatbelt because it doesn't matter. I think all that factors in. But. When the Reaper comes for you. He's going to get you if it's your time, if it's really your time. When you're all snug as a bug in a rug in your bed, dreaming, thinking good stuff, and the floor falls out from under you, or a plane comes through your roof.
1: Oh man, it's so terrible.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that happens. Oh yeah, there's a bunch of stories. It happens. Anything, Bobby Graham. You got any final thoughts before we uh, finish up here? We've anything you want to? Uh... Bobby Graham. He does. He's got something. He's got. A final... Yeah, I actually did. Okay. Yeah,
0: I just wanted to add to. Uh... Echo, Chris Caramassini, and Big Daddy's on uh, get out of the chair and go do something. Yes. And unless you can afford to have somebody else do it, hire somebody that needs some help and willing to do it and help them out. So that's just all I want to add to it. Okay. So I I like that. And it's not me. I I can't do it.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. So – right well we need to that's part of like uh, everybody getting back and the economy coming back it's uh you know get some of the stuff that you need done let's get it done like everybody do the doers we got time for doing now um wearing masks and being safe as best as we can nobody wants to get this thing in the last few minutes of the uh the pandemic but it's time to do let's get the stuff done Let's get out there and do it. And if you can't do, or you don't know how to do, it still should get done. There's definitely someone that knows how to do what you need done. So you should call them and pay them a little something.
0: Yep. That and I finally qualified for the shot. So maybe I can go get them now. How
2: old are you, Bobby Graham? Uh,
0: 64.
2: Yeah. Finally qualified for the shot. We're giving it to people 55 and older here in Florida. What's up with Louisiana? (sighs) Who knows? It's Louisiana. It's Louisiana. Exactly. There's um, I am Is that here, one time you wish you had wished you were
1: sixty five already, right, Bobby? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> now you're gonna get it. You're gonna get it. They said, didn't they say the other night? Uh, May first. By May first, it's it needs to be available for everyone. I'm not saying that everyone's gonna have the shot by May first, but by May first, they're gonna open up to everyone so that we can start getting yeah. up on lists and get it. That's not far away. That's a month and a half away. If that's the number, and I gotta wait another month and a half to get the shot um uh, or to get on the list for the shot i'm okay with that
0: well they're reporting here that there's a lot of people on the list and a lot of them are not showing up or already have gotten a shot somewhere else so there's there's places to go you you can just show up and they'll give you the shot you know for an open somebody misses their appointment and you can go so I'm, i'm gonna hit them up and just stare at them, and as ugly as I am, they'll finally give me a shot and run me off.
2: Yeah, I give me the shot to <laughs> run me off. No, I agree. I agree huh? But at least you want it. apparently there's um, there's a... there's Didn't say I want it, but I'm going to take it. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I will not want anything. But I'll take it. Thank you yeah. very much. But there's, yeah. there's going to be a... a we're going to get to a tipping point where everybody who wants the shot will have gotten it, and there will still be a considerable number of people who are who concerned about taking the shot and that that's what we'll, we'll
1: deal with those idiots when it's time. That's right? what He's I've always said. Get everybody that wants it to, to get it first.
2: Exactly. Everybody that wants it. How about it that, you know, and then yeah. the people will know who they are. The malcontents that don't want to show their <laughs> own personal reasons, whatever it is. And I think the combination of the people who got the shot, plus the people who've already been sick. um, We'll see where we're at. We'll take an accounting at that point. That's but true. in the meantime, I just that's want, the, I just want the shot. Well, all right, Bobby. Heck, if it kills me, my my wife's gonna be rich. So, yeah, but by the way, like that's not even a real thing. Enough people have gotten <laughs> the shot already. We would know. You know, if there's and a- that's
1: what I'm saying. If something really bad's going to happen, then you know somebody's going to enjoy the you know the money.
2: Oh no, right. no, but that's Man. not Man. What happens. you don't drop dead. It's not that. What happens is you grow something uh, like a growth right out of your forehead. <laughs> grow,
0: grow another arm or whatever. Yeah,
2: A different appendage right out of your forehead, Bobby. <laughs> that's what I hear. <laughs> yeah, you no, know, people don't realize. People talk about the government tracking. That's media. all I need. You more. Know what it is? You get right yeah. exactly. You have a- Government's already tracking us. You have a (laughs) a sixth appendage grows right out of your forehead. Is what happens. (laughs) So ten years later, everybody's just gonna have this sixth sixth appendage out of their forehead, and it's gonna be normal life. Yeah, it's a big mystery. And right, Geo, those people who are. Uh, the conspiracy theorists. I wish I could just. Uh,
1: right. A- they all got a cell phone that they never, you know, they never part with.
2: They're, posting <laughs> but they're worried about being, being tracked, right? They're putting you yeah. out there for people to track. And if you watch a movie about the 1940s or the 50s or the 20s or at any time, if they want to find you, they find you. If they want to find you, they will find you. <laughs> you are not going to evade being found if they want to find you. All the way back. So it doesn't. They don't need some sort of uh, that. They found
1: uh, Saddam Hussein under a rock.
2: They will find you.
1: Literally, they to find you. So they I that. you.
2: <laughs> All right, Bobby Graham. We're going to let you go.
1: WFO oh, guys.
2: There he goes. There's I'm Bobby. Try. Love Bobby. Well, there he goes, Bobby Graham. Going you know, to remove him, and now we're on the final turn. We're on the file. Leave Bobby Graham down there to watch till we get to the final turn. I low had to leave, but starting off a big week. Gonna have a couple of winners. J.R. Todd gonna be on the show tomorrow. I have confirmed J.R. Todd, one o'clock, instead of Reinhardt. We'll have Reinhardt. one It's not gonna
1: be Joe Costello solo. <laughs>
2: Thank goodness. Thank goodness. And you know, there's a bunch of stuff that happened that I'm I'm not I'm not all dialed in yet as to what happened, because you know that we're in drag race land. When you're out at the race, that's all you know about. But I'm sure some things happened out in the world. We'll talk about it next week. I will be fresh back from South Georgia Motorsports Park. I encourage everybody that's in the area, if we have any listeners there, come to that. It's going to be fun. Super low-key. It's like a big-money bracket race for stock and super stock racers.
1: to be like fun.
2: Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun, light, easy race. And, I mean... My part won't be easy. My part will be very challenging and very difficult. But for the racers, it'll be it'll be easy.
1: It'll be fun and easy for the racers.
2: Yes, and that's why they're doing it.
1: And just for the record, opening day is April first.
2: April first. Yeah, but what's the takeoff speed of a jumbo jet? Uh, one
1: hundred
2: eighty miles an hour. <laughs> but well, I, I want you to look that up because I honestly think you you're absolutely correct. I think it's one eighty.
1: Of a 747, 184 miles an hour. Is it? That's what it says. I I just looked it up.
2: No, I think. Yeah, there it is. Good job. A C-737
1: can take off even slower, 150 to 160 miles an hour. An Airbus
2: 320, 170. So right around that area, 170,
1: Apparently from 150 up, depending on, you know, how big of a craft
2: that's fun. That's well, and that's the fastest most people go on the ground.
1: You'd think there was some physics or something
2: 170, 180, and then you're off the ground. I have been 160 what was it? 168 miles per hour in the quarter mile. That's my personal top speed. And it was pretty fun, pretty hairy, but it was, you know, it was fast. I can imagine going 60 miles an hour faster than that, like a lot of these guys are doing in top dragster bracket racing. Like, that's nutty. So we'll see. All right, Eric is down there. Eric, we're going to bounce you out. Thank you very much for listening. Appreciate you. Kick Eric from the studio. And Bobby Graham. Bobby, we're getting ready to wrap the show. We'll see you later. Bobby asked me how Wes's race was. Uh, The World Door Slammer race. It was great. It was great. It came out great. Like, everything is coming up aces right now. Two great races at the start of the season. Like, Wes Buck should be super proud of his team that he put together and assembled because they did great. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some things that could be improved as always things that could be improved. There's always something that could be improved. There's something that could be improved about this show, but generally great stuff. All right, Bobby Graham, we'll see you later. I'm going to bounce Bobby from the studio and that leaves me and the Giovanni. Well, all right. Yeah, Gio, good stuff. Appreciate you. And um, whatever we didn't get to this week, we'll get to next week. And you're going to start working on getting those celebs on the show. Yeah. Oh, look! I just got Let's a text from up. Money Man. How far did that plane really crash? Right now, I see you live really close to that airport. Yeah. No, that's okay. So I guess it's a national story now. I just got that text right now. I live, um, five yeah, minutes, a mile and a
1: half from the airport,
2: north that's on the same really big problem. wide street. There's a wide street on top of it that's like, you know, six lanes, three each way. Um, about, right, like a mile and a half or two miles north. Straight north. And that's that's the deal. But we're not in the flight pattern, just so you know. So I don't have to worry about that issue. Every <laughs> once in a while, there are planes going over, but it's not in the flight plan, which I am glad. I don't want to be in the flight
1: plan. Yes, you live north of that airport, and the flight pattern is east to west.
2: Yes, exactly. This airport that we're talking about, when you go look up the story, when you Google the story, this airport, it's like a small airport. There's no passenger travel that goes in there. The majority of the stuff that goes in and out from North Perry are banner planes. The banner the planes,
1: planes. and
2: Yeah, some private little, planes, little Cessnas. There's a flight training school. If you want to go become we a...
1: call an executive airport.
2: I don't even know if it's an executive. I think it's a level below executive airport. Because there's no jets. I don't think jets go in there. I don't think it's got enough... Ooh. I think they're all prop planes. So when the planes that go up and down the beach with the banners, like Pizza Loft, Pizza 999, or, uh, you know, whatever it is, they pick up the banners at North Perry. Or fire the
1: football coach.
2: Fire, yeah, fire Al Golden. They get picked up at North Perry. And what's pretty cool is to watch the banner planes, which are kind of interesting and unique plane crafts as it is struggling to pull those banners in the wind. They're like going five miles an hour up there.
1: <laughs> I think I can. I think I can.
2: And they, they're they going. But to pick up the planes, that's a whole cool thing to watch. And I've been there to watch it. Like there's the guy that'll go like rig the new banner and the plane doesn't land. The plane is in the air and he swoops down and he like dive bombs and then comes up and hooks the banner with a tail hook and then pulls it up. And it's actually a very interesting thing to watch. And, they, you know, they'll grab banners all day. They'll go fly the banner. We'll come back. They'll dive. They'll drop the banner and then they'll pick up another one and they'll go back out there and fly some more. Banner planes, something you really don't think about. Another amazing aspect of America. We have banner planes. Do they have banner planes everywhere? There's only places where there's people. I don't know. I
1: don't live everywhere.
2: Well, because of the beaches. Like, if you live in Atlanta, are there banner planes just flying around? Like, I know around a sporting event, you can get a banner plane. But with our beaches, there's always banner planes. In fact, when I think of banner planes, I think of the beach. Banner planes and beach are synonymous. The sound of the plane gives me, like, the relaxing thing because that's part of the beach experience because it's, you know, it's not, you're not at the beach. If there's not a banner plane flying by trying to tell you, now they even have ad boats, the ad boat, <laughs> right. the screen. I don't, I don't those. like those as much. I, I don't like, like
1: that, that. One as much yeah. either. No, <laughs>
2: get, out, get out of here. And now it's, it's, um, I don't know if everybody has them, but you know, our Vegas has got those like screen trucks that drive around. It's just a big... All oh,
1: right, street. like the mobile advertising.
2: Mobile advertising. It's just a TV. And you're driving around, there's a TV in front of you. you look at the TV, and it's like Scarlet's or you know, Diamond Dogs. No, it's like a little
1: van with TVs on both sides.
2: I'm seeing a lot of those coming around. And I don't know why you'd want to be on that when you can be a sponsor of WFO Radio. I mean, really. All right. That's all I got. Any final thoughts, Giovanni? No. Set
1: some fantasy teams, and enjoy the races, everyone.
2: Yeah, we we missed on a whole bunch of things, but we'll get back. We'll bring them up. They'll come I up. We really missed
1: on anything, man? We we are hitting home runs, man. We are hitting darts.
2: Maybe I just feel like there's a big story that I'm not weighing in on. A big story, like a massive story that I just don't remember what it is. But that's why you have a serial podcast because whatever we don't get to this week, we'll get to it next week, etc. and so on. But I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. we got NHRA Nitro. we got Giovanni. Giovanni, I'm going to bounce you on out of here. See you later. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. There goes Giovanni. Big thanks to Total Seal, Samtech.edu, Marvin Rodak, 817-924-6821. If you've never ordered Rodax, oh, my goodness. Game changer. Game changer. Rodax. Really appreciate Marvin and all he does for the show. Frank Holly's Drag Racing School, and everybody who supports WFO. And I see, let's see, WFO t-shirts have been purchased. That's cool. And hopefully we have new stock coming in for the masks. And again, if this is your first WFO radio show, if you were out in the grandstands at Gainesville Raceway, And I hyped up the show that you would love it. Yeah, you got to wait later in the week. We're going to have J.R. Todd on. We're going to have Alan Reinhardt on. And then I'll be out to South Georgia Motorsports Park. All right, everybody. Have yourself a great day. If you're on your way to work on Tuesday or if you're Rich in Saugus and you're on your way home on Thursday. Good day to you, sir. Hopefully you are well. And hopefully everybody enjoyed the Amelie Motor Oil NHRA Gator Nationals. I certainly did. And it was something special. We had a lot of fans. They loved the racing. A lot of good times. Josh Hart, JR, Greg Anderson, and Matt Smith, who donated a couple of bobbleheads to the WFO studios. You'll be seeing those real soon, too. All right, everybody, have a great day. Enjoy yourselves. Remember to check out the website, follow on social media, and be ready for a little J.R. Todd on WFO. WFO! This is WFO Radio. Woo! Yeah, welcome to the party. Bye, bye, bye. The views and opinions of the hosts, guests, or callers do not necessarily reflect that of the station ownership, advertisers, or agencies. Subscribe to
1: WFO Radio on iTunes. Never miss a show. And don't forget to write a review. WFO.